0: This episode of Ain't That Swell is brought to you by Billabong, the OG Swellian lord legends wielding winter solutions like Christopher Lambert wielding his girthy sabre in the original Highlander movies. We're talking adventure division windbreakers and flannel and fanny packs for wild exploration, knitwear, hoodies, and fleece for the style aficionados, and of course, the graphene carbon tech. Inside the rubber revolution that is the furnace, the revolution, and the absolute bong cron weddies. You can scope them all at billabong.com. And don't forget, the ATS True Grit Tour continues this Friday night, hitting Cool and Hotel with Brother Andino, Raglan Surf Reports, Luke Seedy Cedarman, Aton Osborne, the high flying Venturian. And another special guest to be announced in the coming days. Just a stone's throw from the Woz Chang, is at Snapper. Tickets at theswellians.com. Come and get your skank on. Thanks to Billabong and Better Beer. Theswellians.com. Hey, uh, well, first of all, i like to say, and ASB are going to find me,
1: because I want to be a part of this fucking dump want to be Kenny's tour you know I think they got their his testicles so far off their mouths that
0: this is bullshit
2: you know I'm not thinking about that right now I'm just thinking about having won the world title and, and hopefully trying to win
0: another one someday you just drop in and just smack the cool back drop down snap, ah. well I'll tell you still I did battle
1: some humongous waves oh that's the paper
2: thing <laughs> oh surf looks good out not bad. Ain't That Swell with Jen and Vaughn. Oh, those guys are back!
1: Uh, get a haircut. Yes, shredheads, waxheads, kooks, and barnies, welcome to Ain't That Swell, the radio show dedicated to cutting fucking seek. I'm your host, the two-time Gold Cone Piece Award-winning surf journalist, Valley's finest himself, the punch-drunk pikey, the sultan of psilocybin, the maestro of micro-dosing, Simivi! I'm joined here, as always, by my loyal co-host and friend, frontman of the Goons of Doom, former editor of Surfing World magazine, Tracks magazine,
0: and Waves magazine, Vaughn Rinsed Corn. Deadly hey. rinsed corned beef, Smithy. Mm. I've been front dragging, mate. Oh, dragging no. the pipe through the green room. Oh yes, through Greeno's little vortex. Ooh, on the inside, sound right, right? little green orbs, mate. Little green orbs for Varni all over the North Coast. Uh, but you know what, mate? It actually kicked off for me back in WA when Addy from Barrel Podcast. We did uh, a couple of sit downs with those guys. Uh, Namu, Addy, T Bone wasn't around, but sick crew, sick show, and um. Yeah, he took us to uh, a secret bommie and uh, I was on that bluebird day before the comp window kicked off mm. and, mate, whoa, the surf was cooking. I couldn't believe it. We were just on the big boards sharing a couple of big peaks and had a blast, mate. But the surf's just been on. Hey? like It's crazy, mm. crazy. The snapper crew have just been tube gluttons, just, yeah, the little truffle pig snouts just in there. <laughs> Can't get enough of it.
1: You mentioned, uh, you know, dragging... Dragging uh, your, your front, dragging through mm, the corn beef. Uh, George Greeno's little green vortex. I
0: mean, how did George feel about that? It's, it's... As long as there's no cameras around, he's down with whatever. Right. He'll, he'll ride with whatever's going down. Yeah, okay. He'll, he'll drag the corn beef. He'll drag the corn. He'll drag whatever. But just don't get the camera out. Don't slime yeah. the poor bastard. Don't slime him. But uh, if
1: you're out there and wanting to to drag through George's vortex, mm. he's all he's all open. He's, he's keen. All... He's wide open. Mm-hmm. He's happy for uh, any 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 folk who's respectful enough, you know, consenting. Mm. It's all got to be consensual. It is, it is. and uh, as long as everyone's on the same page and there's uh, no leaked footage,
0: yeah, drag away. Oh mate, just don't slime the bastard. Don't slime him. Do it. It. Oh, no, well, that's it. Get up there and help him with his bindies in the afternoon. You know, he, you know, we we, we, we talked long and and in depth about George Greno's brown snake problem. Mm. Uh, almost come undone, stepping on a brown snake, jumping out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, also the Bindies, you know, uh, it's the end of summer, so hopefully they've, they've started to peter out a bit, but, jeez, it can be treacherous up there, mate.
1: Jeez, it's surprising he has uh, any issue with Bindies. I mean, he hasn't worn shoes since 1975. Mm. Uh, his feet look... As cracked as a, a Himalayan foothill. <laughs> They're just like the yeah. thickest layer.
0: I mean, uh, if it beats a, a pair of Roman sandals mm.
1: dead with a stick.
0: Yeah. Well, if he hasn't worn shoes for how long did you say? 45, 50 years? Something like Something that. Like- yeah, I
1: can remember seeing him on the airport tarmacs way back uh, yonder mm. you know, in bare feet. And, uh, you know, just much to the chagrin of the uh, clerks oh. and various people. Pencil pushes and mm. paper jammers.
0: I think he's actually still wearing the same wetsuit that he got way back then too. I don't even know what, what brand it is, but it hangs off him like an old elephant skin. Mm. Like it's just saggy baggy greeno out there uh, on his surf mat, getting his morning fix at what he goes usually. Well played. Well played, George. What about you, Smith? Have You Been getting any uh, cones around the joint? I saw you out there on a big day at a, a well-known right-hand point. Mm. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've been
1: getting me facing the trough. I've been tapping in uh, the cup's full let's put it that way uh, although it's been drummed into me from a young young age not to celebrate my own achievements in the water uh, I don't know why it's uh, such a particularly virulent strain of non-celebratory surfing mm. achievements on the south side but it's just part of the code yeah you don't talk about your own cones because there's undoubtedly some who has been cone more than you yeah yeah and yep, yep, uh yep. Uh, it's an interesting one. I mean, as far as I can tell, whenever someone tells you about the epic waves that they got, mm. it makes you feel like shit. Yeah. It, it never makes you feel good. No. Nah. And it's a chronic, chronic condition up here. It's a, it's a major affliction of the northern rivers. You mm. can't go anywhere, you can't get a, a loaf of bread. Uh, a, a carton of non-pasteurised, organic... Almond Almond milk. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's just... <laughs> without some can of hey, 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 hey. Wait, It's you, cooking, it's cooking. Do you hear me, You surf this morning. It's fucking off its head. i got a yep. And then 15 minutes later, your, your milk's gone sour. Yeah. Your sourdough's gone
0: mouldy and it's yep. brick hard. Yeah. And you're, you're still getting fucking ear-chomped by some, some charlatan... Six-foot-five fucking... Mustachioed Fucking blow in mm. Cause uh yeah I'm not joking Smivy so I've got a couple mate mm.
1: <laughs> It was the word of the street uh, uh, But uh Well <laughs> Let's get into it In let's a bit go. more detail Let's born. go Finger buns Just
2: sitting in the room They're sweet and sticky And absolutely delicious Finger buns Finger buns Feed your face
1: yeah, five. Sweet, sweet autumn. As alluded to, it's back, Vaughan. The air is crisp. The wind is offshore. The lines are groomed. There's the rustic smell of wood fires in the air. The marijuana crops have just been harvested. Doesn't get any better. Not in my view. and Vaughan, not in my view. And the rugby league's back too. So yes. it's just the absolute apex of human existence it here is. on the yeah. East Coast. And... As mentioned, points have been firing up here and we were both lucky enough to wet our whistles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the word on the street, as you mentioned, Vaughn, is that you uh, rinsed your corn and, uh, in fact, snatched the golden cone piece this time around. Bringing us to one apiece mm. uh, following our last tube duel yep. at one of the river mouths. So, well played to you. Uh, you've taken, uh, not the lead, but you've, you've even the ledger. Mm. And uh, Thanks, that, that matters here on the program. It does. I've had to hand the gold cone piece over for, uh,
0: till the next foreseeable <laughs> run of swell. And it wasn't Mate. easy to pry it out of the cone piece what? or out of the, the chamber. Mm. the pipe. It's, it's, you're so right, man. This time of year is so beautiful on the east coast of Australia. It doesn't matter where you're surfing. doesn't matter, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're going to chance your hand out snapper or, or the pass or one of these you know, really famous long groomed point breaks or whether you just hit a beachy on your own. Like far out, dude. The whole place is just cooking. And um it's funny because like the more I chat with locals uh, and you know you know hey just the surf banter are you, you, well, oh, you got any trips coming up or what's going on? and, and everyone knows better than the a trip mm. in April May. like no one does it anymore like you just don't see crew trying to get that early Indo stin or anything like that. like I was in Bali for a week and fair him in. I was sort of almost feeling uh, like the fomo, so hectic over there. Like I was having a hell time, getting good fun little waves. But, you know, social media as it does, if you get on it and you just start seeing these fucking orbulous spitting just tube dragons down every single fucking point within a 10-minute drive of your house, you can't deal. Mm. You cannot deal. And I ended up getting a tarot reading made and fucking fair enough, yep, yeah, sure enough, just sent me into a full-blown tailspin panic attack because I knew I wasn't where I needed to be, Smithy. hmm Yeah, FOMO
1: is a serious affliction. It can only be a matter of time until it makes the Mm. uh, psychiatric diagnostic manual. Oh, it's definitely going in. It's got to be in there. 100%. I mean, uh, I think leading the charge would have to be the surfing population. Uh, I I, I struggle to find a single core lord who's not constantly afflicted with the fear of missing out. And uh, I mean, I don't know exactly what the solution is or the uh, neurochemical solution Uh, tablet Mm. that you can consume to get rid of the fear of missing out. But I imagine um, whatever's in that tablet is uh, also what's kicking around George Greeno's little vortex. Mm. So, uh, I mean, maybe you can
0: get a mouthful of Greeno's vortex or uh, a godful or an eyeful or whatever. There's only two possible tablets that you could take for this affliction, right? One would be Viagra Mm. to just get your surf horn at full steam and just fucking... Taken into a back room and just rip it to shreds, so that you've got something to uh, occupy your mind while mm. everyone else is getting coned, or uh, the other ones, which are those um, those kind of mind numbing, just uh, almost soma like drugs, where you just go into a state of dumbed down sort of bliss, but you don't know what you're mm. doing or anything like that. And you're basically just a walking corpse. Yeah, and you know? any psychotic. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're the only two options. Mm. I mean. The funny thing is, Smivy, like in uh, in the world of the surf, Instagram, FOMO, you know, diagnostic fucking nightmare, it's relentless. It's relentless. Anytime you get on your social media, someone is scoring. Like someone is scoring big time. So you're kind of living in this heightened state of anxious fucking, like, what am I doing? You know, like questioning. Mm. And it's not you really healthy, do. mate. It's yeah. not healthy for you.
1: No. It's uh, it's in the scientific data that if you wake up and look at your phone, you immediately get a big old spike of cortisol to go with the already existing spike mm. of cortisol, which has woken you up because yeah. that's just a natural process. So yeah. you're just doubling down on stress hormone to start the day before you even had a <laughs> <brute> <laughs> Seeing Coa Smith oh. get... Fully rinsed and coned, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're just going, why isn't that me? Why isn't that me? What am I doing with my life? Well, this is the best why, why thing about are you looking at your your misses, you, you you're yeah. looking at your dog, you're looking at your shitty car, you're just like, why am I not in the cone zone but right now? The
0: one saving grace for us on the East Coast, Smithy, is it's kind of been pumping for four years now. Mm.
1: Like we've hadn't had
0: bad swell and touch wood. Fuck, I hope I'm not throwing it out there and just bringing this whole karmic, you know, bliss ride into a a state of complete shutdown. But Jeez, it's been a good few years. And I think, uh, you know, to all our, our listeners in um, Victoria especially, I know they've had a few tastes. They've been starting to feel it again. But, you know, this is their time to shine. Hopefully they get a few waves because we've had a good smoothie, and it looks like the forecasters keep on delivering.
1: Oh, It's keeping on, keeping on. Uh, just a, a quick uh, acknowledgement from that swell. Mm. Snapper all time behind the rock yeah. and uh, reports coming from uh, the dingo that there was in fact a herd of goats behind the rock, oh. all kinds of goats, and uh, there was even a goat on goat burn. What? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you caught it, but the the orc on Slater burn. Oh, ruthless! Wow, wow! Like, uh, you know, kind of uh, it's pretty hard to to knife one backside behind the rock mm-hmm. unless you're, you're Nick Vassaczech or yep. Damon Harvey. Mm-hmm. And I guess the orc, I, I saw him park park himself in a couple, but on this occasion. Just a ruthless shoulder-hopping burn on his uh, his old mate slash nemesis mm-hmm. from the uh, 90s. And uh, yeah, it was rough, man. I actually really wondered whether there was words exchanged after it. Because yeah, it's all in good fun. Mm. But not when you kind of pin drop uh, and you're bored... Gets lit up by the lip and kind of gets directed at Slater's head, like it was a gnarly collision, like almost collision, like just super dangerous. Mm. What do you reckon? What is—is uh, is it all in good fun
0: or is it something a little more sinister? Vaughn, jeez, oh, maybe. I know the wave. I watched the wave. It's. Uh, it looks like to me. Mm. I think that Ock is probably as fit and as tuned in and is fucking healthy and just – he's surfing out of his skin. Like, mate, there's some of the clips that, you know, Shagger have been dropping of just big old grab rail backside bottom turns just decimating lips. Like, he's on point. So there's nothing lazy about this dropping. It's, it's a full-blown let's share a wave, bit cheeky, overcooked it maybe a little bit, not enough room on the face, just too bowled out. And uh, he goes down, but I'm going to back off on this one. No, I'm back in Ocky. Yeah, no, why not? Okay, fair yeah. enough. Goat on goat, I'll take muscular goat over the uh, the go- the bald goat.
1: But what do you reckon Slater's reaction to that was uh, post fade? You know, was he would he have been laughing or would he have been pretty off it?
0: Definitely laughing for sure. Yeah,
1: getting stuffed in the pit and then almost getting decapitated. Mm. Like I know there's like a bit of leeway given for friend on friend burns, but like not when it is at the risk of
0: a uh, uh, severe and potentially everlasting injury. Yep, yep. I Just uh, maybe if it was anyone else, maybe would have been dealt with differently, but because you're dealing with a world champ. You're dealing with a guy who knows how to surf. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was a backfire on uh, Oki's part, just misreading just how drained out and how scary that particular scenario was going to get. But, you know, gates are blowing, mate. mm Back and blow in,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's uh, an interesting one, isn't it? He does like to throw the the local joker in the pack down. He does. Ok, and uh, yep. yeah, I don't know when he got his passport stamped or his place of birth as cool uh, mm. and mm. being from the Nullar. But I'll pay it because he's yeah. a '99 world champ, backside snapping hero to an entire generation.
0: He walks on water, and he is peerless and uh, beyond yep. reproach. And he got some fucking smokers in that swell too there was some just epic corn rinse shots of ock behind the rock Mm. nice to see
1: yeah and uh interesting to note too like that was as big and heavy as behind the rock snapper Mm. gets really i mean where it's in that paddle realm still and uh for mine dingo got the wave of the swell Mm -hmm. that's fresh on the back of a, a skit strike mission to uh Cloud break with Longie Slab. Mm. I spoke to Longie the other night and he said Dingo was putting on an absolute clinic out there, just stuffing his face like a pig in shit. Uh, but he's on a roll at the moment, the Dingo. But yeah, man, even those guys, Dingo, Mick, uh, Mitch Parkinson, they got to pay to play out there. Like every mm. single one of those guys cop the heaviest beating. Mm. Like the kind of beating that would rattle me for weeks, yeah. I reckon. You know, like pin-dropping... Out of the lip behind the rock, mm. uh, and just landing in shin deep watering it and absolutely lit up. Mm. Saw Fanning uh suffer one of those, saw Mitch Parkinson airdrop. It's an iconic photo yeah. now, just get yep. lit up. Dingo, uh, before he got his double chamber of doom, same deal, just mm. got flexed. So, uh, as busy. And crowded as it is, like, on days like that, man, if you don't have the ability of those guys, and even if you do, mm. like, you're getting fucking
0: flogged within an inch of your life out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree, man. I mean, uh, fuck, when you see those guys really struggling to knife it and deal with the backwash and get through it all. But when when they get it right, holy smokes, it's just like, it's it's nothing but the classiest surfing, isn't it? Just, just to deal with all that water, just pushing in, raging into this tight little pocket where it really runs along in front of the rock there, gets the backwash through it. To, to navigate that is fucking on another planet, man.
1: It really is. Yeah. That one dingo gets like, you know, it's a, a soupy backwashy yeah. nugget and he somehow sneaks under the guillotine for the first bit and then just gets the bonus backdoor mm. tube section of yeah. doom. It's a fucking ripper of a wave. Track it down. I think it's on a surfline clip somewhere. But uh, yeah, what a wave, and what a spectacle. I mean, has anyone ever been, like, fully cornholed on the rocks there or or, or seriously injured or killed even? Like, it looks like that would be an inevitability out there that someone's just going to get blasted
0: into that crevasse right Mm. next to where Russ is playing his dig on the rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, mate. Actually, it's a good question. I I know that, like, the the things that's going to bring you uh, undone out there often is, like, we were talking about with Ock and Slater. It's a it's a waylaid board. It's a it's a drop in. It's uh, you know, hitting the sand rather than the rocks. But fuck, it just looks as deadly as shit when it's all just surgeon and and washing machine like on the inside there. So yeah, I don't know, man. Actually, I, I don't know of any too many injuries out there other than just uh, you know, board injuries. Mm. Like the the most classic sort of hardcore brutal injury I can remember out there is Paco slicing his, his mm. heel off. And that, oh, uh, yeah. that was just a straight-up fin chop. You know? Just a
1: thick filet mignon of yeah. the uh, 2012 mm. World Champs heel. That was as juicy a prime cut. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the uh, layers, the layers upon layers of, of Greeno's mm. sandal feet. Yeah. But, uh, geez, that was... Uh, man, there's a few layers in Parko's hoof too because that was a deep... Deep cut.
0: It almost severed the entire heel off. Like Mm. it was so thick. And there's a lot of tendons and nerves down there. You know, I just can't believe it. Missed all that stuff, or or they were able to patch him up to a point where he could win a world title after that. Mm. It's crazy. But um I was thinking back, Smithy, too. You know, Rabbit always talks about in the early days of his life with PT, MP, there was like a 28-day swell. Mm. Um, you know, way back before there was crowds on those Gold Coast points. And they just surfed and surfed and surfed. And I think that this, I, I would love to pick Rabbit's brain on this and just see how he rated this run of waves. Because I think it's been something like nearly three weeks of four to six foot waves minimum. And like even if it was slightly onshore, you could still get out there and just pick off full blown, you know, clean face, just cupped out, scooped out, just thrash sections. And uh, they've had it good up there, man. They've mm. had it good for so long. One thing I was going to say is we've all had it like that on the East Coast because the other day when we were surfing the local point that we like to uh, paddle out in, mood in the water was fucking celebratory. Like there was no there was no fucking egginess. Like there was no one getting their their nose out of joint. Everyone was in such a pleasant headspace. And uh, I think it's because they've just gorged themselves fucking rotten on every set. So everyone's just walking around, you know, they've either got – insane rash between their nuts or fucking crazy ass just cramps in their in their sort of shoulders and thighs and uh it's almost just like oh man just you take this one i can't do it Mm. yeah there was plenty of sharing going on
1: and the crazy thing about these points is that they don't need a whole lot of period to work on so Mm. when they're on they're relentless it's wave after wave there's not big long lulls like in Indo or Mm. some of the slabs that you surf so Yeah, everyone gets to fill their cup and it just turns into an old fashioned, uh, you know, orgy of ecstasy (laughs) and little green, green o vortexes getting pilfered and plummeted. And yeah, just absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, high vibes, high vibrations. Mm. Uh, The energy frequency was lifted and everyone got a bit of Vishnu. Everyone got to charge their crystals. Mm. And uh, the crystal charging is. Only continuing as we stare down the barrel of another skits run. Yeah, of swell, Vaughn. Autumn is on.
0: It's Here we on. go. You beautiful
1: Tahiti swell, apocalypse and flood event. Absolute chaos in the islands, bruh. Uh, I mean, where to begin with this? Mm. Uh, I guess let's start with the waves. Yeah, because it was pretty all time, but not as all time as suggested by the reports. Mm. Uh, I tuned into Surfline's twenty foot plus that kind of live broadcast. Mm. That they run from the channel at Chopes, and uh, yeah, it was epic. Yeah, fuck, it was good to watch. Great call from Wassel and Rocky and Rochelle Ballard, and uh, just the, man, the Hawaiians are. It seems pretty much on another level mm. in those kinds of waves. You know, Chopes. It, it's like a more predictable version of Pipe. Mm. It seems they they just have it so dialed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cole Rothman, Eli Olson, Ivan Florence, Nathan Florence, Billy Kemper, uh, looking like action figures with their impact vests and mm. GoPro helmets. Jeez, uh, was a wild, <laughs> wild look. They were yeah, you know, kicking out, uh, just absolutely fizzed up and popped off and puffed up, uh, but. As comical as it was, fully mm. worthy given the consequences which were realized, uh, with Tom Lowe, the Englishman, mm. suffering a horrendous wipeout, which we'll get to in a in a second. But big doff the cap to the locals, too. Oh, I mean, mate, Frick. Imo, what about that kid? Imeo and uh, Matt Ahai, and this uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Tiava, I think mm. his name is, he's kind of like the, the buttons. Of the end of the road, mm. surfs chopes in a, a full on deadly size range switch foot. Yeah. And uh, just makes it look so easy, natural, like backside. Mm. Uh, what a freak. Mm. I mean, it, it defies belief what those Groms are now capable of at the end of the road. Coley Vast, again, another switch foot yep. chopes uh, lord. Like, mm. it's classic stuff. Like, they're actually so at home out there, they're beginning to take the piss. Yeah um but yeah also as mentioned Vaughn the horrendous injury to Tom Lowe six broken ribs I believe and a, a punctured lung a uh potentially fatal injury but also not that uncommon in the slab chasing game mm-hmm. like the chances of you landing on rocks on your on your rib cage yeah. is actually kind of high like yeah. it seems to be where a lot of people end up taking the impact and uh, when you're surfing waves that the human body isn't necessarily cut out to deal with IE waves you've been whipped into. Mm. uh, Yeah. There's a, there's a strong likelihood that uh, you're going to end up nearly dead. And uh, here's what he had to say Mm. Tom Lowe about the injury. Uh, I hit the reef hard at Chopo a few days back and sustained critical injuries after surgery, lung treatment and a blood transfusion due to internal bleeding, a fractured scapula, and many broken ribs, I truly do feel lucky to have made it. I'm so stoked that my pregnant wife and beautiful daughter arrived to Tahiti today to spend the next two weeks with me during recovery. Uh, big thanks to Sully. Uh, this is his Instagram handle, at Sully on TV, for flying them in. Also, at Dom Walsh. Ain't that swells very me ain't? Dom mm. Walsh, Match Reveal Sports High, Waverley College Lord, and uh, <laughs> full... Rugby league kingpin Mm. and uh tube freak who lives over there in Tahiti and brother Greg Long has set up a GoFundMe page to help cover my extensive medical bills as insurance won't cover it. Uh, yeah, that was that was a a brutal stitch up. Mm. Uh, The Tahitians not letting him fly out of the country uh, without paying his bills, which I think were like 30 grand US north, north of there potentially man it was uh
0: do you reckon there's a like you know if you're a big wave surfer and you're filling in your, your travel insurance form you, you know is there, if there's a question that says doing this it's like health insurance when they ask if you're a smoker mm. and you just pretend you don't see that one you just liquid paper it out or or something like that okay big wave surfers how do they even get insurance mm. it's not like there's a, a sport governing body or there's no duty of care from anyone uh to to be helping you out if you go down in the in the heat of the battle, you know. Like totally. all other athletes, even with things like concussions now, are, are pretty well covered. Like you sign up to to play a, a high-impact sport, your long-term future is being considered by those organisations. But big wave surfer, mate, you're just on your own. And, and we've talked about it before on this show, Smitty. The, the pressure that you put on, not just emotional pressure, but the actual financial pressure that you put on your loved ones and, and everyone... If the worst-case scenario happens, let alone the fucking, you know, a fatal injury while surfing. Fuck, all in the pursuit of just that rush, you know? Mm. Trippy.
1: Yeah, totally, man. Uh, I'm not actually sure whether, just to clarify too, whether Tom was injured, whipping or or paddling. I haven't seen the clip yet. Have you seen
0: it? I think it was paddling. I'm almost positive. Because he goes straight over the falls. Like, it's almost like a dive-over in a way, I I think. I'll have to double check, but I know I think it was a paddle for sure.
1: And did you have one of those impact suits on? Don't
0: know, man. Nah, don't know. I don't. I don't know if it was actually on the, the big big day. It might have been, but it was it was a paddle. Mm. It wasn't a toe. But um, yeah, wild. And then and then on the the flip side of that, summer long bottom out there. Yeah. Fuck. Got whipped
1: into a couple of pretty mental ones. We were hanging
0: out with her. Literally three days before that swell yeah. uh, in Cronulla at Blakey Johnston's um, fundraiser, which we'll be playing on this show uh, pretty soon, this week I'd say. And um, she was showing me these photos of her on a mystery Australian slab that were right on par size-wise with what she was surfing over there. She, she's heading into some pretty hardcore territory, mate. Mm. Wild yeah. young woman, daughter of Dylan, who's often behind the ski. Whipping her into these things. Pretty Crazy well always behind shit. the ski,
1: yeah, when, yeah. When, when she, where she's concerned. But uh, I believe, yeah, I definitely caught one of her waves, a proper, unpaddable, um, mm. eight-foot, like, you know, fucked up mm. Um But, yeah, it was also an absolute circus out there. Like, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen, actually, yeah. in surfing. Like, you had three packs... Of uh, people. So you had the jet skis, the tow crew yep. further up the point. Then you had the, the pack of paddlers, which was, uh, you know, everyone from Luca Chianka to the Hawaiians, Russ Björk was there mm. um, and, and a handful of others, uh, the, all the locals obviously. And then you had in the channel, the usual chaos down there, but it was like the most crowded and convoluted lineup. Like it was just, there was so much going on. Mm. Tow ropes whipping around, jet skis whipping around, people trying to paddle, people who are paddling having to pull back because people are, are, are towing waves that they want to paddle. Nathan Florence had a uh, a massive whinge about that. Actually, he, he only surfed the Dawn Patrol, uh, and and then came in as the chaos began to ensue, and he was off it. Mm. He was just like, "This is ridiculous. Like, people cannot be out here towing waves that we're trying to paddle." You know, he was saying that like something like a, a large percentage of the waves he, he saw towed were really only in the eight-foot range. Mm. They were clear paddle waves. Yep. So the, the shit's hitting the fan at the end of the road and it'll be interesting to see how that all rectifies well, that's itself. crazy
0: because you're talking about 0.1% of the surfing population. They're all flexed out fucking, you know, almost like uh, WWF, you know, <laughs> action figures, as you said. And can you imagine those conversations, getting them all into a room? Just like, forget about clothes. Just whack on some little speedos, put some armbands on, have a fucking intro song before you get up and make your speech because it's going to be fucking hilarious mm. watching the tow crew and the paddle crew all trying to figure out, all right, what is a tow day and what isn't? And like who gets to make that call and what's going on? Because there would have been like dogs towing as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I guess that's that's the arbitrary nature of it all because there was definitely toe waves mm. during that swell, but I think because it was predicted to be such a toe swell, a lot of people go there and, and with jet skis and have this. What they're fixed? Well, they've also have to justify the big resource spent, yeah, yeah. Uh, in getting there and getting your machinery there and, and all the rest of it. And When you you show up with all that and the swell doesn't, you still kind of feel obliged to make the most of mm. it. And uh, in terms of how you settle that, I mean, yeah, yeah some kind of tribal council with, yeah. the, with the, the WWE floaties around the arm and some dick stickers and some yeah. Doc Martens. and just,
0: just uh, a, a ring. An and octagon. A couple of, like, folding chairs and a couple of folding yep. tables just start fucking clowning each other. That's spinning. it. <laughs> uh, I've seen footage of it. Uh, maybe this is what it was.
1: I saw a couple of teams of Russians going at it, like a, a six-on-six yeah. octagon duel. Yeah. Uh, And uh, maybe that's what it was about. Maybe uh, there was some crew trying to tow Kamchatka. Yeah. And then the the hardcore paddle crew were like, you can't tow. Yeah. You can't tow here, Ivan and uh, Goran and uh, (laughs) fucking Borat. No, no tow. (laughs) And it was just on for young and old. So, uh, yeah, Yeah. uh, remains to be seen how they're going to sort this complex issue out for them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is there, Smivy, but I I do – kind of like the idea that this is something that uh, you know like a lot of a lot of issues in surfing and I'm pr- we'll probably talk about this on the show as well but like a lot of issues have to do with sort of really good surfers or or elite surfers or talented surfers or capable surfers whinging about inexperienced kind of hapless kooks mm. there's a lot of that spread you know when, when it comes to disagreements in the surf it's usually because someone got in the way someone put someone in a dangerous position you're talking about sort of like the mainstream versus the 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 culture fucking you know the the deep divers the crew have done it the the lifers Mm -mm. but this is this is a whole different argument man like a 0.01 percent and all of them are fucking beefed out you know sort of crocodile skin coming over the eyes fucking psychopaths when it comes to fucking surfing big waves Them having an argument and a discussion and trying to figure out who has a right to what, that makes for an interesting town hall meeting. Mate, it
1: really does. And the solidarity amongst the the top dogs, Mm. the elites, is rock solid. You know, you see in that Nathan Florence clip at the very start, Luca Chianka Chumbo comes up on the jet ski and he's like, oh, it's not that big, it's definitely a paddle day. And and so the top dogs in the sport are all paddling, Mm. bar none. They're all there, they're all paddling. Uh, and so you kind of got to wonder who's towing, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a tough one, uh, the, but at the end of the day, those guys are going to get their way because there's just too much mm. respect and influence mm.
0: in that crew. Was Dave saying anything on the, on the broadcast? Like, was he chipping in on this uh, debate? Just going, it's not quite there, like, maybe we should ice the skis. Was he sort of, you know, as a, as a North Shore lifeguard and a guy who has paddled one of the all-time fucking great, big wave barrels here you know
1: not that i heard but yeah. you know i only watched like uh, half of it and so as the day wore on maybe the swell dropped off a bit more and mm. and, and the towing became a bit more of an issue right well. uh, but yeah no nah, he, he didn't seem to raise it it, it to the naked eye watching it, it it didn't seem too out of order the way it was all functioning with mm. what waves were being towed and what were being paddled, but uh, you know, it's a totally different story when you're out there. And, yeah. and there was definitely a couple where you've seen people poke their nose over and have a real long, hard look at a wave and have to pull back because mm. someone's telling it. So, yeah. Tricky one, Vaughn. Heavy. Number three. Nathan Florence's Global Cone oh. Quest continues. Yes. Uh, obviously, tapped uh, on chopes there, but. Far out, man. He's just been on an absolute pilgrimage, paying homage to the great Australian slabs uh, Mm. on the back of the great European slabs. And man, I will watch that shit... All day yep. and all night. He is uh, absolutely hacked into the magic formula for yep. Smeedy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, I, I was so psyched to see him take on Shark Island in mm. particular. You know, just a forgotten slab, the original slab. Yeah. But when was the last clip or photo you saw of the island?
0: Well, I guess Kip Caddy is out there a fair bit getting them. But, like, maybe he just keeps on the down low as his little hometown backyard slab. I don't know. But there's th- those core lords are always out there. You know, your Terra Pies, your fucking Spegs, Oxes, uh, all the crew who have been on it forever. I guess they just don't really... It's just been eclipsed by so many other slabs and it's just still there just churning and grinding away when, when they want it. Mm. the lids are still all over it too.
1: Oh, absolutely. There's always crew on it. It's just that uh, I guess the, the surfing world's mm. lost interest in it until now. Yeah. And it is still... You just forget how good of a wave it is. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's it's you know generally a roll in, but uh, you know for the sticks mm. and just the width and openness of the tube and, and I guess the perspective Nathan's able to provide with his GoPro footage mm. is so wild. It's as good as GoPro footage gets because mm. he's deep in the pit. And you can see all the trippy little steps and boils and how open the view is. Like, it, as sketchy as it looks, it's mm. also completely perfect and makeable. Mm. Uh, and man, it was an amazing clip. And he just, also, in, an incredible clip because of the way it builds. You know, it shows you his first wave. His first wave is like, it looks like something I would do out there, like just take off on, on an inside, like five footer that's like, just only on the inside yeah. shelf, he just dives head first like, and in, <laughs> into the bottom and gets completely peppered. Yeah. Like, it just looked like the biggest kook. Yeah. And then by the end of it, he's just wrangling a mutant orb, standing mm. tall. Mm. How's that? I don't know if you saw it, but the one where he's kind of winding up the windows yeah. and he's standing tall, just surrounded yeah. by
0: foam. And he's almost just like on that one where he's kind of right in the base of it and he's standing tall but winding up the window. Like, you can tell that even he has no clue where he is. There's no actual tube riding going on. It's just hanging on for fucking dear life. I'm one of those mechanical bulls in the fucking Texas honky-tonk bars, mate. Mm. Just holding on for dear life while all the fucking beer-drinking bogans and hillbillies are just screaming with laughter. It was pretty good. So good. Pretty good ride. You put on an absolute
1: clinic out there. Mm. Uh, In the space of one session, to be able to rock up at a wave you've probably never surfed before and just... Dial it in. Oh, just demolish mm. it. And Epic scenes to see him kicking out. And, you know, there's the little 14-year-old Boog Grom who's just absolutely eyes like dinner plates mm. just seeing this Hawaiian maniac stuff in his face. And, yeah. You know, Nate's slapping him down and just going, yeah, bro, sharing the energy. How good is it? Like so I've
0: just sort of um, been nose... Wheeling through uh, Nate Floss's back catalogue on YouTube. It's so fun. Fuck you. You're really in the thick of it with him. Uh, all that GoPro footage is just so, like, it gets you so wet. You feel salty mm. after you watch it. Because uh, I watched the box session that he did um, just recently, and, and that was pretty fun, you know, surfing it with, with uh, John and just the build-up to it, you know, flying straight over from the shire, miss, almost missing his flight, getting down the coast. He slept for, like, one hour, and then... You know, we were hoping to get him on a show as a as a sly guest in WA and before we knew it he was gone. He was already fucking flying to Tahiti. Just Well, not even. Flying to Vico. Vico. Back to Vico.
1: Where he took on uh arguably the the least surfer friendly slab in the country. Mm. That uh I guess we can name it Lunas or whatever. It's fucking I mean, if you want to surf it, good mm. luck to you, because uh not many people want that joint. Nah. But, yeah, he, uh, again, just put on a, a crazy clink there. He, he attacked that wave like no one's ever attacked it before. Mm. I, I know, like, Ras, Spierk, and uh, Birch, and those guys have definitely had a solid dig out there. Definitely paddled a few. Uh, that was quite a while ago, mm. though, and this is next-level shit. Um, but just quickly on the, the box session, yeah. too, because that was amazing. The one Katie Simmers packs, I mm. think it's Katie Simmers, and it's, it's a closeout. It's like an eight-foot closeout. Mm. It's fucked up. And... Uh, I don't know how she survived that. Hey, like I guess she must've fallen just before that kind of surgeon's mm. table bit. But that thing is like so psycho paddles it. Yeah. Uh, with a little pink gaff helmet on or whatever. And just fuck man. She did herself proud that day. That's oh, mind mate, blowing there's, shit.
0: There's doffs of the cap going down again for Sierra and Katie just fucking wanting it, just wanting it, getting out there and fucking sitting amongst it and figuring out which ones work and which ones don't. And, same sort of deal as uh, Nate at at Shark Island. Like Sierra was fucking dialing it in towards the end of her session. She was making really good ones, getting little clips, and might not have been the biggest box in the world, but fucking every time you paddle out and you get a little bit more of a taste of it and a little bit more of an understanding. Like fuck, mate, I'm telling you, like every single time it seems like Sierra Kerr, Katie Simmers, uh, and and her and all that crew paddle out. They're just firing these warning shots to everyone who's established and above them.
1: I can't really remember like every time. I can't remember a woman paddling a, a heavier slab than that. Like maybe Vahine Fierro at Chops, but mm. that thing was fucked up. And uh, so crazy to think that she had CT heats to surf like yeah. a day or two later. You know, she's risking it for the biscuit, mm. big time. Um, but yeah, back to the the lunas session yeah. with Nate and Kip. Mate, Kip did himself proud out there too. Just, this whole trip, just keeping pace with, with Nate. Yeah, yeah, he's done well. He, he's he's done himself proud. But man, Nate was on a fucking another level. It, it's so crazy that like just the the line, the high line through like this crazy square bit, and then kind of getting through that trough and getting up high to, to make it out of the pit and uh, just dealing with. Yeah, a a wave that's so foreign and so unfriendly. There's dry rocks in front of you. You When you get lit up there, you're getting washed across rocks, Mm. like bouncing along them. It's the most violent and brutal slab. Mm. Uh, I believe they were the only two guys paddling that day. Kip was really smart. I thought he just kind of um, just went the the smallest, most makeable waves that were out there, Mm. which is a great strategy because they're still fucking eight foot (laughs) and psycho. Uh, and he made a couple of mental ones, but man, so sick to see a guy like Nate of that level mm. and, and see him on in our waves and and, and fully get to uh, just get a real good gauge of where he's at. And mm. man, where he's at is next level. He, he is the the best tube rider on the planet, mm. bar none. Mm. Has to be. I yeah. mean, fucking, it'd be good to see him and Bjork go head to head. You know, some cones of mortal conicquents. Yeah. But
0: man, Nate's been put on a clinic. Nah, I agree, man. And uh, one one other thing just on Nate is just the, I don't know whether, it's just the down-to-earth sort of no-fuss froth level that he brings to those sorts of waves. You know, there was a time where big wave surfing and slab surfing existed in this sort of holy place where it was only talked about in hushed tones and the people who did it were considered almost like, you know, spirit warriors and all that sort of stuff. But there's something that makes the fear of these waves just sort of, I don't, I don't know, the attitude towards surfing it is all about fun. So, like, that's that's where it's coming from. Like He just thinks that's the funnest thing in the world, to challenge himself to that level. And it's so much easier to get on board with because you're not separating yourself from the rest of other people. At the end of the day, we all surf for the same reason. And he's just tapping that and so you can relate to it, even though you can't relate to it, the waves that he's catching. You know what I mean? Like, it's a really enjoyable experience even though you're just sitting there fucking going what the fuck is this it's just crazy mm, mm.
1: and it, it really tickles my taste in surfing because so much of the surfing content you see these mm. days like a lot of the s- small web clips on star but a lot of the ct events are in waves that like i can surf yeah and like that i would like to be surfing and or, or their waves even that i hold really dear to my heart that i would rather not see popping up in videos mm. whereas the waves nate is surfing are ways I don't want to fucking borrow no. you know it's, I get the same feeling from watching like State of Origin that I get from watching Nate take on yeah. Luna Park or Luna's or whatever or, or, or Maxing Island and that is that fucking thank god I'm not doing that <laughs> but I'll watch <laughs> this is great
0: yeah that's the future man. number two
1: the cut Vaughn, man down man down Bakers yep. bra he's gone 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 not Baker's he pray. anyone but Baker's he pray. Oh, how good was
0: he on our show over there, mate? Oh,
1: he was so good. And, and a couple of days after appearing on our show alongside mm. Callum, uh, the two go head to head at Mars, oh, and no. Callum effectively knocks him off tour. Oh, it was, a, it was a
0: cruel, cruel twist of fate that one, Smithy. One minute sharing the stage, being lauded by the fucking swelly and core down there in uh, southwest WA. Next minute, next minute, bashing each other and bashing each other off tour. Mm, two battlers
1: Very sad And it, it brings me Absolutely no pleasure To do this Sworn But uh, the following Have also been cut mm. Breezer Hennessy yeah. You cut Fitzgibbons yeah. Cut Courtney Conologue You've been given The wild card Just joking You cut <laughs> Nichols
0: Nichols Don.
1: How do you spell Cunt without the N Got it in one You cut <laughs> Callahan, Cut me a river Cut me a river. Go on, baby, and cut me a river. Save the waterworks, missy. You're back on the changers. You're cut. Uh, Teresa Bonvelot. Looks
0: like you got the lot. you cut. <laughs>
1: hey, Sophie. Sophie uh, McCulloch.
0: Oh, can no. You? Not our safe. Mm. Not our safe. Please.
1: Can, can you smell what the cut is cooking, Sophie? It's cooking you. You're cut. Uh, now to the men vaughn. semi Pupo. So close. Yet so cut. you cut, bud. Miguel Pupo, brothers on tour, now brothers off tour. What? But uh, good news for Miguel, he will be getting the year-long wildcard for 2024. And uh, I mean, what do you mean? Why? You know how this works. We put lots of bits of paper with surfers' names on them in a hat and pull one out and you're it. You're in, Miguel.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Ramsey Buchheim, Morocco's first ever world tour. Might never have surfed a heat, but that doesn't mean we can't
0: cut you. Mm. Cut! Uh, Zeke. Go on.
1: Zeke Clow. Remember that time, uh, Zeke, that you put the heat on John John at Bells? Well, uh, he just swung by to say, <laughs> you cut. <laughs> Maxime Husano, world junior champion, 10 years on the WQS, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of dollars in travel costs. Yep. Hours upon hours worked and trained. Dedication. Dedication. You finally made it to the Dream Tour to surf two-foot pipe, washing machine, sunset, Portuguese closeouts, howling on shore bells and some pretty fat margarets. Mm. I hope it was all worth it because you cut.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kelly? Go on. Go.
1: Look, uh, I imagine this is how the conversation went down with Kelly. Look, I know you've won 11 world titles. You've done so much for professional surfing over the years, arguably more than anyone mm. in history. Uh, you, know, you legitimized surfing in the eyes of the mainstream. You dominated it. Like none before or very likely after. Decades of service wins, prize money, the works. That's what makes this so difficult because I'm here to let you know. No, Kelly, no, P- please don't, Kelly. You stare, it's piercing into my soul. No,
0: no, no please, no. Kelly.
1: You know what? No, it, it's cool, man. Don't even worry about it. Uh, here, take a wild card. Yeah. yeah. Are we still cool? Yeah. Golf later? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Still cool, Kelly? I'll, I'll call you, Kelly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool.
0: It was funny because uh, even when Kelly lost, and uh, you know, it, everyone knew, even if it hadn't been announced, that he was getting that wild card. Like, you could sense it in the tone of the commentators, you could sense it in the body language of Kelly. He comes up, the last thing he wants to do is a postseed interview because he doesn't want to answer questions about the card because it, it already meant nothing to him. So, the whole circus was such a pantomime. And uh, there was never any question he was not going to surf the back half of the year. It was weird. It was weird. In fact, the whole cut scenario, maybe just didn't have the same sort of tension. You know, it felt like a. It felt like a bit of a. Remember, like last year, okay, with the the reality TV show that they had going around, Make or Break, and like the cut sort of stood as this like really amazing sort of twist in the year to keep us all interested. And it was caused so much heartache and turmoil and the stress going into it. At the end of the day, uh, this year, it's sort of like everyone who you thought would get knocked got knocked. There wasn't really any movers or shakers. Kelly was always going to get the wild card, and it just fizzed. I mean, and for the benefit of what? For the benefit of cutting sort of half a day off the off the schedule. So it's a, it's a weird one, man. Kind of didn't work this year for mm, me. Mm. What do yeah. you think? I, I wasn't like invested in it. it was strange. It was just kind of like. That was weird.
1: Yeah, it is weird. The yeah. whole thing is so odd. And uh, just surfing has got to ditch this arbitrary value system when mm. it comes to you know judging whether someone should get the wild card or not. It's just got to be based on black and white numbers and results. It's yeah. all it can be based on. It's been lingering in this weird realm of, uh, you know, Sponsors getting to choose wild cards, and uh, you know, people getting wild cards based on essentially their either service or monetary value to the sport. Mm. Uh, you know, both boxes, the goat ticks like no other. Uh, I mean, ultimately, he's just a major cash cow and a major ratings puller for the wazzle, so that's why he's on there. But that's not sport, man. Sport, no sport works like that, mm. and it's also just a weird one, too. It, I've always found it quite odd where you know guys will be going up uh, for for world titles they'll be in these really pressure cooker moments in events needing results and they come up against like a, a specialist mm. from that zone who's like basically the best guy in the draw uh, when they should be up against a, a low seed or whatever mm. so they come up against some some tube freak wildcard at pipe or chopes or you know some fucking local icon at J-Bay or whatever. Mm. All of this just seems so arbitrary and odd and, and doesn't seem right. We've talked about this a, a bunch of times, but um, yeah, I see the cut as, sure, like it, it's very Orwellian, isn't it, Vaughan? Uh, a, a certain set of rules for you and a, a certain set of rules for a, a, another part of the tour. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It just see, it seems harsh. I, I imagine that some of the people who've been cut, you know, seeing... Who's getting the wild cards and trying to understand the the metrics used yeah. to give those
0: people wild cards would just make their brains explode. Mm. Yeah, it's just uh, I, I'm far out. It it actually seems just mean. Like it, it doesn't. I couldn't understand. There was a lot of you know. I guess the talk in the lead up to it, and we were you know we were buying into it for sure because the two stories was Kelly and Steph, right? They were the two. They were the two big sort of points of interest with the cut looming. Could Steph do enough to to avoid it because he had a bit of a, a slow start of the year? And could the GOAT avoid it uh, being the greatest of all time? Where are we going to see his career sort of capitulate? Well, the women's tour is so small that, you know, Steph only had to make a heat or two in the end, so that meant nothing. And then Slater just gets a wild card anyway and, and the rest is just sort of like... It just wasn't it didn't pull me in enough to justify destroying all this hard work and money and you know, all, all the things that, that you Barton Lynch's and career professionals who have been there and done all the work and spent years on tour, like, I kinda do understand where they're coming from after this year's one. Because it just didn't get me completely hooked like it did the year before.
1: Mm. And what are the circumstances behind why Miguel Pupo has the wild card for twenty twenty four? Miguel and and Breezer both getting wild cards for twenty twenty four. It just
0: must be based on their performances last year. Like that's that's all I can really put it down to. Because I mean, Miguel finished in what the top top ten last year. Probably at his best every year, and uh, won an event at Chopes, and uh, probably on that service to sport thing as well. Yeah, very odd. It's
1: Baffling, man. I mean, looking at his results, super super middle-of-the-road results. Uh, yeah, he missed two events due to injury. Uh, obviously, Ramsey's missed uh, all the events due to injury. Jadson's missed uh, four of the five mm. events due to injury. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It kind of stinks. Uh, Miguel and Breezer get the, the season wildcards for 2024. The Goat and Joanne Defay get the mid-season wildcards. Mm. The rest of this year, oh, man, it's pretty bizarre.
0: Yeah. Well, I will say this. It's awesome that the goat is still there because I I just, fuck, mate. As long as he's pulling on a rashy, I'll still be frothing to watch him surf. I I don't think he's really challenging for wins outside of heavy water, but there's still one big story chapter in the Slater story to be written, and that's can he make the Olympic team now. He's got, like, four events to do it. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be fucking pretty cool. Pretty cool if he can somehow wrangle it out.
1: <clears throat> is that what this is about?
0: I think it is. I think that's 100% what it's about. <clears throat> and allowing him to go out on his own terms. You know, like a, a mid season cut for Kelly at this point, it's not a great look. It's not like a a, a doff of the cap from the wazzle to say, you know, thanks for your service. Check you later, mate. Out the door. Don't let it hit you on the way out. But uh, I think. You know, the lure of Slater at Chopu and the fact that he could actually win that comp, win a gold medal. It's there. It, Man, he could.
1: What, what a weird sport. Trying to call yourself a sport with like and just bending the rules mm. where it pleases you or someone else is so so odd. Mm. I can't think of a sport on planet Earth that does that, that takes itself seriously. Maybe
0: that six on six Russian cage fighting. Or could the uh, that, that new slap sport. Oh yeah, seen that one oh. in the states where they just fucking bash each other's faces yeah. one at a time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, oh, well, he's been uh, he's been knocked out with a slap, but uh, this guy definitely deserves another crack because yeah. he's the eleven times slapping champion. Yeah. We yeah. can't just let him get slapped out of his shoes like that and never compete again, never to uh, even attempt to uh, you know revarnish his legacy. He's been slapped out of his shoes. I, if if someone gets slapped out of their shoes. Yeah. They need to get another crack at
0: it. Yeah. Well, what you watch, mate, you watch this space. It's all about Kelly and the Olympics from now till the end of the year. <coughs> Gabby
1: and Carissa win at Margs Vaughan. Yep. Uh, yeah, a combined total of 17.5 points for Gabby in the final. His first win since 2021, I believe.
0: Wow. How did that much
1: time go by? Mm, plenty of backside capows Makes the impossible look smooth as butter. And you dip your finger in and stick it to your lips and you pull back in disgust because you're like, you know, I can't believe it's not butter. It's actually Medina fig jam it's 100. <laughs> Jeez, it's undeniable. Mm. One rub of the gums of that shit and I did a triple cartwheel flip pipe combo. Mm. Guys, full of the most chronic fig jam or uh, some kind of weird excrement or cellular discharge because freak man, I don't think anyone can hit the lip at the angles that he hits it at, the angles he generates, the uh, way he makes the impossible look mm. not only possible but easy.
0: Jeez, I don't think there's a surfer alive who has the reflex response that Medina has. Like the way he is able to mix up his turns in slow motion, especially when you look at what he does in slow mo. <clears throat> he's not just whacking off the turns; like he can hit the lip just move his ankles in these tiny, insignificant little moments and completely change what his board does in in fractions of space, man. Like, he's just, you know, you, you'd watch him hit it and then move his ankle slightly and the board would board slide. Then he'd sort of move it again and he'd get an air off the drop of it. And you're just going, what is going on with this guy surfing, man? Like, it's, it's on another planet. And you watch everyone else in slow-mo and... They can, you know, they, they've got their sort of, like, go-to turns. You know, like, John John, yes, top to bottom, the cleanest, most powerful line at Margaret's. Ethan not far behind now. Um, but the variety in what Medina's able to do and bring in these tiny little increments of time, in the tightest, most fucking bowled-out sections, on the heaviest lips, it's actually fucking a marvel. It is so incredible to watch, man. It, it really is on another planet and, you know, despite the, you know, in the past sort of six months I guess people have sort of pointed out some sort of style aspects that aren't necessarily, you know, the, the judges for sure are looking at you, you, your big power guys who who are using rail and that's the benchmark right now. There's no question. Like Italo's air getting fucking fleeced to pieces by them, you know, a, a six for fucking the craziest air we've seen in a comp for so long. I was just like, fuck, well, there you go. They don't give a shit about that anymore. They're just like hundred percent on the, the ETH Jack and um, John John train. Mm. But uh, yeah, it just, uh, when you, when you really break Medina down, I don't think anyone's doing that sort of intricate variety on on the level that he's doing it. Mm. No chance.
1: Even your average surfer will get the sense of uh, confidence in certain maneuvers. They'll do Maybe they'll do, they'll do one in a Mm. session uh, where, you know, they approach a section they can see everything they need to see. They're able to hit it, pivot, generate speed yeah. with maximum confidence and flow into the next maneuver. Mm. Every now and then in surfing, you'll get that sensation and experience mm. and it feels great and you feel, like, uh, you feel like you're almost better than the waves. It feels like you're supreme and you're mastering uh, the ocean. Mm. He feels that with every single turn. Everything is so slowed down uh, in his mind mm. and in his set of reflexes. Exactly. He's just able to predict and formulate lines ahead of time. You know, mid-turn, he's able to cut them off. He's just so connected to his Mm. equipment and the ocean and his reflexes, as he said, are so honed that he's just able to generate angles and and create opportunities for manoeuvres that no one else in the world can do because they're just not seeing it in the speed that he's seeing it at. Mm. It's next-level shit. That's that's
0: exactly right. He's like those characters in uh, the X-Men movies that, can see, you know, the whole world goes slow and they're just operating at their normal normal pace. That's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah. And and you the, the place where it's actually the most obvious is when he's riding out of like triple up whitewash, you know, fucking crosswaves. You know, that, that end section of Margaret's is famous for being one of the most turbulent fucking things you gotta navigate in surfing. And he's able to hit the lip Bounce down two whitewashes that are colliding and fucking somehow find the, the pathway through it. And the only way you can do that is if your reflexes are just reacting in time with every little bobble and bump that's coming at you. Mm. It's freaky to watch, man. It's freaky to watch, freaky. man.
1: And uh, as we've said, too, in the past, man, if you ever get the chance to watch Medina Free Surf, oh, go and sit yeah. on the shore. It, mm. it, it's it's the best thing you'll ever see. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like... You think what he does in, in CT Heats is impressive? Well, mate, wait till you see him without a contest single on. Mm. In the women, Carissa Moore edged out Tyler Wright in a low-scoring final, but not before a blackout born for five minutes. I mean, uh, I know Dirk Ziff is in a financial hole, but <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, just maybe have one less acai bar in the VIP surfers area and a, a couple less spars and a few less Moey Magnums and, and make sure the sparkies are getting paid. <laughs> I mean, geez, a a, a blackout. Yeah, so uh, unfortunate look, bad look even for the the Wazzle there. Another bad look for No Box. Mm. No Box. Even though
0: Box was cooking, right?
1: It pumped for two days pretty much in that entire offshore window, which was half the day over there. It was on for young and old. Uh, Yeah, so they they could have run over there. They didn't. And that to me is just baffling. I guess that's the difference between having – a commissioner who is Kieran Perrow, a a box aficionado of the Mm. highest order, loves the joint versus Jesse Miley Dyer from the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Like, I guess not interested at all in that way for Mm. whatever reason. But man, it bummed me out because like I said, I don't want to watch people surf head high or overhead mushy rights. Like, I get that Marg's is a great canvas in which to separate the, the surfers, but it's just like there's nothing at stake. Mm. There's no injuries. There's no potential for, like, bravado or courage. It, it's just like a soft environment to, to watch sport take place in. I mean, you, you think of any sport on earth, and really the, uh, the, the drama or the thing that gets us watching it is the potential for... A lot of the time, you know, they're navigating situations that are potentially dangerous, mm. or it's just immense skill in an arena um, where it's the arena is exactly the same, like tennis or something. Mm. But but most of the sports I watch, there is a potential for carnage that's uh, you know being avoided by these yeah. masterful technicians and athletes. And surfing had the opportunity to uh, you know enter that space, mm. and it didn't. And I cannot fathom it.
0: Mm. And it's weird, man. Like, if you think about what we've seen on the CT this year, it's been pretty ordinary. Like, we're, we're dealing with a lot of just mushy right-handers and uh, a lot of just top turns and three turns and as sensational as people surf uh, and, and as good as, you know, the, the moments have been, there's been one wave of Kona Queens on this entire fucking tour and that's fucking Cal Robbo on a fucking big old Hail Mary fucking drain bomb at Portugal on a beach. It's like... Surely six comps in, we should have had something that fucking gets your heart in your mouth. Mm. You know, pretty crazy. I mean, can
1: you imagine running an event at like Monster Marsh or mm. kind of like like a, a, a watered down version of Sunset? While within viewing distance, if you look 100 meters to your right, you've got Backdoor just blowing mm. its guts out and mm. a bunch of happy little Swellians backflipping out of tubes, going, yo, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> I know Nah It's well What do we got To look forward to here We've got J-Bay We've got Chopes We've got the goat pool In El Salvador <laughs> Before we I think oh, So another fucking It's like goat pool Down the line Mushy right El for Salvador a couple of, Brazil I mean it's looking good For Ethan Ewing They're, they're they are lubing Heath dog right up. Whatever he's got, they're loving. And um, and there's a trail of sort of frontside power surfers who are all benefiting from what the judges are, are digging on tour this year. And that's Griffin. You'd imagine John. John's gonna flare up any second. Felipe is gonna be right there. But um, yeah, man, far out. There's there's a few there's a few things going on on tour that just feel slightly. Like, I don't know if it's lost or bobbled or just feet aren't in the wax or whatever's going on, but there's some mixed messages coming out of the joint.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine that interest is waning. My interest is seriously waning mm. in the World Tour right now. And it's mostly just on the back of the waves they're surfing, mm. really. Like, I just can't can't get psyched on mm. head-high, rippable waves. Like, mm. like yeah, I'll, I'll cop like an event like that, maybe. But uh, I want to see people risking it for the biscuit Yeah, porn. yeah. Uh, Come but, on, Waves of Kona Queens. truth! That's it. Smithy, is it that hard to ask for a wave of truth? Exactly, Vaughan. It's not. It's not. Unless you're surrounded uh, you know, by a bunch of reptilian, money-grubbing freaks with no interest in mm. uh, upsetting the apple cart for the sake of yeah. getting their service in mush. Get them in the Waves of conoquence, Waves of Truth. Okay, well, no. how, how are
0: we gonna? How are we gonna somehow develop an interest in this wave goat pull event? Like, oh my
1: lord! How? Well, uh, I know how. I'm, I'm going to uh, the the Indian Himalayas. That's how I'm <laughs> developing
0: interest in it. I'll be as far away as you could possibly get. Oh, that's why in I a went there. Himalayan Creek, having an ice bath. That's it. Tapping in with the uh, tongue sucking Dalai Lama.
1: Yeah, it's it, that's right. The uh, tongue sucker. I, I hope to be
0: getting <laughs> my tongue sucked by the Dalai Lama.
1: It's gonna be great, but. Uh, yeah, it's my silent protest for and yeah. I'm, I'm heading to the mountains uh, mm. in a boycott.
0: Yeah, mate, well, uh, while you're up there finding your inner peace, I'll be sitting on the computer, anxiety-riddled coffee beans and all the other fucking Western civilization poisons flooding my bloodstream as I watch artificial waves be fucking torn apart by Philippe Toledo, who's going to win by fucking 3,000 points, if mm. not Gabe.
1: And uh, Vaughn, we can't also not acknowledge the world number one, Zhao Chianka.
0: Still holding it down.
1: Still holding it down, I believe. Let me double check this world tour that I lost interest in. But uh, yes, it looks as though he is still number one in the world at the Jeep yellow leaders' jersey. And he summed up his competitive strategy with a, a bit of prosaic genius that, mm. that could have come from Steinbeck, Hemingway, Kerouac. Yeah. Uh, this is what he had to say. You want cold blood and a warm heart and a hot fart. But uh, that's what I'd add to it, you know, mm. it's mm. a hot cabbagey fart it <laughs> helps too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's true though, isn't it? Like nothing worse than being on the tail of your opponent during a grueling paddle battle and just getting a hot blast of <laughs> rancid, acidic, recently digested acai berries. The line. only thing is that, you know, if,
0: if, you've, if you've got the rubber on, that can backfire yeah, it heavily. Yeah, can heavily. Like, I know that, you know, there's been a couple of big nights out back in the old days and you'd paddle out at Bells and you'd first feel that, you know, the first bitter cold just seeping into your fingers and toes and you'd paddle out and you'd be like, oh, shit, what did I eat last night before I went to bed? That's right, a kebab. Next thing, just fucking onion and tabbouleh just seeping out of your neck, just straight into your olfactory system. It just shuts down. You start having a little dry wretch out there. <laughs> Blah, blah, and then, uh, yeah, everyone else in the lineup cops it after that. But, yes. yeah, it's a dangerous game, Smithy. If you're going to let go of the uh, the warm fart, you want to make sure your blood is ice cold, mate. Well,
1: that's why he's number one in the world, Vaughn. Uh, nothing about a hot fart. Just you want cold blood and a warm heart. And that yeah. has been a uh, particularly savvy formula for the Brazo.
0: He's killing it at the moment. Go, the Brazo. And also, um, you know, I wonder how long it'll be before people start to, you know, like, Everyone's backing him at the moment. He, Swinley and Prince, of course, came on the show at Manly. But, um, you know, at some point, people start to get eggy. They're going to be going, hang on a minute, is this the guy we want as our world champion? Is he just a bit too horny on a wave? Does he look like he wants it too bad? You know, all those, you know, it's just inevitable that once your tall poppy pokes up above the rest, there's a bunch of people with uh, garden clippers ready to just cut it down. So mm. we'll see how he goes in the back half of this year. It's going to be see. interesting. I mean, he's going to attack the pool. Like a rampant, horny little fucking chihuahua, just he's going to go ballistic on it. I reckon.
1: Is the secret to his success just simply in the kind of spinal column head snapping attack mode that mm. he's uh, able to f- to find all the all the time? And you know, can surfers perhaps learn from this? Is there just a, a little bit of extra body talk, a, a little bit of extra vibration of the the C six, the C five, the C four vertebrae? You know, just like. Uh, no, I feel like there's a bit of an extra shimmy. There's just some extra points yep. to be had in you know, a spasmodic convulsion yeah. as you rip one off the top. Well, and I'm not seeing it. But, you, know,
0: uh, you know where it's going to fucking really show itself is at the pool. Like uh, that wave, you've got to work so hard as it is to try and generate power out of the joint. So watching him out there, it could it could turn the pool into a fucking you know churn it from uh, milk into butter. Mm. I mean, the water could be thick by the time Zhao finishes the wave out there.
1: <laughs> and how's he limbering up? I mean, has he got one of those kind of uh, mechanical belt sanders around the gut before he gets out there? You remember mm. those old school oh, yeah. I mean, I, I imagine he'd have about 52 of them, if one for every vertebrae and joint mm. in his body, just going at the same time, just warming up all the, the, yeah. the, the gluten or whatever exists between most Westerners' mm. bones. But... Geez, that, that, that liquid, that that fluid, man, he's put some serious chi through the joints. You've got to wonder about him later on in life, how he's going to go.
0: Mm, yeah, well, I mean, uh, he's, he's looking good right now. Hold down that yellow jersey. Just a little Jack Robbo update, mate. Got on the uh, phone to people in the know this morning. He is in Brazil in full rehab mode. Like, he is rebuilding. I think Ivan Drago in Rocky 4 He's got the computers. He's got the acai bowls. He's got the Trevlosophy. He's got everything just zoning in on little pads that are yeah. stuck to his temples. And He's got the uh, schooner glass full of raw eggs and toad jizz. Yes. He yeah. is, he's coming good. Leaving no stone unturned. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not rushing him back. They're getting him as, as primed as he can be and... I think the goat pool's been one of his real Achilles since he's been on tour, so he wants to turn up there and and try and manufacture something, but we'll see how he goes. But uh, on the women's side of things, Molly uh, ousted from the number one from the gold jersey. What
1: a disgrace.
0: Which is uh, probably, I mean, she's still got a good result over there from memory. I think she still managed to get quarters or semis or something like that, but... um, yeah, not enough. So there's a good little battle going on here with, with Riss and Mole. And I think Tyler's uh, back up in the top four, top three as well. So
1: Tyler's actually uh, the Jeep leader jersey heading into the next event. Wow.
0: Fair income. So it's Tyler at number one now.
1: Tyler, Arnie Riss, Riss, and then the pickle in third.
0: Oh, t- look, Tyler is fierce. Marksy Bra in
1: fourth. This and, is, a, this is uh, a good year. Simmerzy. Simizy holding it down at fifth inside the cut line. Heading to tr- the tress later on in the year. She'll be. Oh mate Should be hard to beat If she can get mm. there
0: I Just uh, last word Tyler Surely is the most fear, Fearsome competitor On tour at the moment I, I reckon we'll, we'll deep dive that In blitz later on Smithy But Yeah she she's All year She's just looked Pretty deadly Non-emotional She's building
1: mm, Silent but deadly Silent but deadly
0: What do we got, Spivvy?
1: The true grit tour. Wines on, born. Hair good. Keeps on. Keeping going never fucking ends, and I couldn't be happier about Me it. Me too. Highlights and lowlights from the journey so far. Oh
0: well, I mean Owen Wright, Mason Ho, Parker at Torquay was just such a way to kick things off. That was a great night. Uh special doff of the cap to Seacock for making an appearance. Oh, Seacock, uh, he was in
1: great form. Obnoxious
0: mist all over everyone in the oh, front row. Oh he road. was
1: obnoxious, all right, took no prisoners, gave Oki <laughs> a, a fair spray point blank of his. Suspect. Seacock, yeah. mist, and uh, geez, the uh, 99 <laughs> World Champ. I don't know, he didn't, didn't seem to like the look, smell, or sound of that squirt coming mm. his way, but he copped it on the chin. He
0: did. He did. Um, oh, actually, we've, the three shows we've done have just been all time. The, the one in Perth, fuck, iconic venue.
1: How good is that joint? The that, Indian Ocean Hotel, you got it to happen. Yeah, Scarborough,
0: in. just worth a visit. Uh, Led Zeppelin stayed there once, years ago. Led Zeppelin, and right. Might right. have even played a gig downstairs, mm. but. Uh, then we went to Margaret River, which was our first theatre show, Smithy. Oh, a
1: uh, 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 toodly do, a uh, uh, la-di-da, yeah, it was... Uh,
0: Black tie, and uh, mm. but we had like just such an all-time battler panel, like real grinders just oh, getting out there. Grit
1: merchant skill. Got oh. to
0: uh, showcase Cal Robbo's 10 again in a full room of Aussies, just give him that full-blown heat and uh, froth. Jack o. Baker all the time, but Leandro and, and Iago, how cool they? Eh? Getting up and doing capoeira. like uh, you, were, you were Brazilian fight dancing with Leandro when he got on stage. I was. I
1: was. Had to hold on to me hard hat as I threw a spinning heel kick his way. <laughs>
0: it was so good.
1: But, uh, yeah, just an, oh. an incredible event. That was probably my personal favourite. Yeah. For me, peak experience uh, was reached mm. in the course of that show with Iago and Leandro in the form of a, uh, a live packed and ripped stormtrooper cone in that novelty bong mask That's I have sick. in the most high society theatre, much to the uh, dismay of all of the uh, people working, the staff. Yeah. They were, you know, they were, I could see them coming to the entrance. They're all pointing and gesticulating. Don't you fucking rip that cone, Smithy? <laughs> this is a brand new Margaret River Arts facility built on government grants paid for by blue-collar people. Do not disgrace this. But I disgraced it you for, did. and I ripped an old fashioned rumper. Cheers to Adzi for supplying the chuf on yeah. stage in the middle of the show, Legend, and uh, it was a better beer bong as well. No water, no weak H two O, bro. It was just pure beer in the bottom of that skull shaped bong, and uh, yeah, I was just very proud. I mean, because it, it, for us, it's, it's really all about creating a safe space for mm. people to be seething degenerates. That's right. Because there is no safe space nah. anymore nah. for seething
0: degenerates. Nah. It's, the it's pubs all... have all been gentrified. The the surf clubs have all been taken over by fucking, you know, family-friendly fucking sausage sizzle on the weekend no. nonsense.
1: I mean, why will not someone think of the children? What kind of a world are they growing up in, Vaughan, where board riders' clubs are, you know, just packed out with soccer mums and soccer dads and... You know, people are drinking coconut water from 9am onwards and uh, the only white powder getting thrown around is is, is the organic flour that's making the the baguettes and and sourdough on the the wood-fried oven. I mean, it's just a disgraceful one. I I, I don't want my kids to grow up in that world. So we're we're making sure that our deep culture, uh, our lineage, our proud, proud Mm. lineage, Vaughn of surfing and degeneracy stays virulent and uh it's one of the only places you can in- enjoy a night of no holes barred shenanigans no holes worn mm. zero and Not we got a couple even... of
0: big ones coming up smithy because we haven't done friday night shows for a while we've been mm. doing a lot of uh sunday arvo shows just cuz uh you know we we, f- we figured out pretty early that sunday arvo is a great place to just sit down you know, you have a bit of a laugh, you have a couple of better beers, you just you enjoy a bit of surf culture, as you said, it's most debauched. But we've decided to ramp things up for these next couple of shows. So this Friday, calling all Cooley Core Lords come down. We've got uh, a sick panel, Chloe Endino. We've got Aton Osborne, the Venturian, who's uh, pulled off probably one of the biggest air revs of all time on that uh, interlusion trip just recently. He's going to join us. He can speak. Uh, Spread the word on Dane Reynolds and the whole Ventura scene, which will be great. Luke Sederman from uh, Raglan Surf Report. CG, Bar. Fuck, that's going to be funny. And then um, we got a special guest still to be announced. Tickets on sale, theswellians.com. Get on it uh, and don't miss out because uh, it's at the Cooley Hotel, mate, Friday night, this Friday. And then Avalon, we're going back to the Avari, home of one of the all-time great Swelling shows. Probably, if not the best, then top three for sure because – we had Bainy, TB, and Richie Lovett. This year, we've got some uh, really special, special guests. So that is going to be on Friday the 19th of May. It's the swellions.com Smithy. Be there, brother. Come down. Have some fun. Let's rip. Low lights spawn Just quickly, I've got one.
1: Uh, obviously, tour life requires a lot of travel, particularly of the aeronautical variety. Mm. So this is a shout-out for you, Jetstar. <laughs> Jetstar, bra, the aeronautical equivalent of a back paddock used car. <laughs> Jetstar, bra, money grubbing sluts. Jetstar, bra, I hope you get the lot, you mutts. Hey. Jetstar, bra, funding genocide in Myanmar. Mm. Jetstar, bra, let's go, cunt. Sa sa sa. <laughs> Jetstar, bra, not getting another dollar of mine. Jetstar, bra. Till you show a bit of respect for humankind. Jet star, brah. You worship naught but dollars and cents. Jet star, brah. I've had a gut full of your kents. Jet star, brah. A blight on this worker's paradise. Jet star, brah. Flying with you is worse than having pubic lice. Mm. Which I've never had, uh, if you're listening, Janelle. Never. You hear? I've had it Wild allegations. Very itchy. Jet star, brah, bourgeois, nihilistic swine. Jetstar, bra, have a good hard look at yourself,
0: John. Under. Under. Over for the tour. Under for Jetstar. star. Okay, fuck yourself.
1: Vaughn, the global manhunt for JP as Avedo continues. Ooh. Surf journalism done right by a stab magazine at the outset of this shmozzle. Mm. Uh, and the rest of the surfing literati who went all in on... Uh, the Brazilian chick basher at Pandawa Beach there. Uh, an instant viral sensation was created that he's going to haunt old mate JP for the rest of his days. Born in the grand pantheon of karmic kicks up the coit of cosmic comeuppances, this may take the cake. Uh, I mean, people often think of Bali as a, a lawless place, a a place where you can take your stinking rancid sack of toxic karma mm. and disappear uh, and then and, and the island will kind of heal you or at least uh, allow you to live. But au <laughs> <laughs> oh, contraire, everyone, oh, no au contraire. In mm. fact, the opposite is true. If you're spiritually out of whack, that joint will fucking yep. ruin you. It yep. will fucking kill you or try to, and quickly. Yep. Uh, I've seen it happen firsthand. Many times while I was living there, three people I knew personally died there in in pretty cosmic, karmic circumstances. Mm. You know the writing was on the wall, well and truly, and then they didn't take the tap on the shoulder from the universe and, mm. and react, and so they perished. Mm. And it was sad, but yep. unsurprising. Yeah, yeah. So the joint is just that deadly, and I mean, if you've been living in a cave or haven't heard of what went down. Um, oh, and before I get to what went down. It, if you are living in that cave, can you check if uh, JP Azevedo is mm. in there with you? Hiding out. Yeah, mm. he might be. So, uh, But yeah, the story is thus. Azevedo, he punched a woman uh, in the head after his friend Adriana Patella burned her. And then he proceeded to attack her friend on the beach. And the incident uh, in Bali was captured on film. And as an aside, Born, uh, mm. you know, why is the other grub? Patella gotten off so lightly. All the heat's on Azevedo. Mm. No one's talking about Patella. He instigated this whole mess. Mm. And uh, he was on the beach doing his stab, stab, thrust, thrust with his board at the chicks. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know why Adriano Patella, that's Adriano Portella, P-O-R-T-E-L-A, is getting off so scot-free. But uh, according to the victim... uh, I mean, the story's been well told, but we're going to cover it here because it's uh, right in our wheelhouse Mm. of cosmic comeuppances and karmic kicks up the quits. It is. We love one of those. According to the victim, Sarah went down like this. When I paddled out, that wave came straight to me. The guy who burned me paddled out of his way to do it. I was deeper. After he dropped in on me, I got punched. People watched and did nothing. Vaughn uh, sounds a lot like the Jody Cooper incident or incidents at Backdoor and and, and Lennox Point. Uh, it's reminiscent, isn't it? And I wish,
0: I wish. I thought we might have learned. I thought we might have grown. Just people don't want to be involved in anyone else's conflict. It's just, that's it's what a it sad is. State of affairs.
1: That's what it is. And you know, it's a hard one because both Jody and, and the chicken question. Mm were crying out for, for help mm. in a time of need, and uh, those people who watched it go down and didn't do anything, uh, you know, they're in some ways as shameful as the attacker himself. Mm. But there is also a bit of truth to the fact that if you do intervene in violent attacks like that, that violence is coming straight oh, at you, big time. Like you got you are now uh, the guy answering or
0: facing the chin music, mm. as it were, Vaughan. And, uh, yeah, so th- that is reality. And and it's a survival instinct that's kicking in. It's not necessarily like uh, an intellectual choice to get involved. You know, like you see something like that, everyone's adrenaline is spiking instantly and, mm. and you go into fight or flight mode. And- or freeze. Or freeze, yeah. And um, I think that you've just got to have... You know, the, the people who get involved in these sorts of things just have it in them to fucking do that instantly. There's no thought process. They just paddle over and get stuck into it. So, that's you know, looking at the waves that day and looking at the sort of surfing that was going on out there, that didn't seem like there was a whole lot of people who would have been capable of taking on two fucking juiced up, fucking hyper-aggressive dudes who were throwing punches at women. Might not have just been that scene, you know. It might be that simple. It's a bummer. But it's it's understandable in mm. some ways. I
1: mean, uh, in those situations, really, something has to be done.
0: Yeah, you have to step in. Something like someone you get him, like you know. But it's not a someone; it's a, a some it's a, many. It's a, yeah, exactly. It's got to be you got to you got to
1: look at the cunt next to you and go, "We're not copping this." Yeah, and uh, look at the other bloke uh, or chick and say, "We're not copping this." Yeah, we're going all in on this cunt, mm. and uh, it's got to be a team effort. Exactly. Unless you're a skilled
0: pugilist or uh, human pretzeler, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you kind of—it is a hard one, man. I, I thought about that when I was watching that. Going, fuck, that is so scary. Like, what, what do you do? How do you do it? And, and you're right, it's—it's got to be a team. It, you you, you just—it's really scary, but it has to be done.
1: <clears throat> uh, but after the story breaks. The little crack in the rock veneer of this guy's shit-stained existence mm. starts coming apart like a bedroom wall in flood-ravaged lismore yeah, yeah. It's an old-fashioned pile-on. <laughs> and uh, you know how much we love a pile-on, a, a stacks-on, it, especially when there's some chick-bashing bully on the bottom yep, of it gasping yep. for air while we're all stacked on top, <laughs> looking at his red face, crying out for mercy. Yeah. Jeez, it was good. Uh, I I think the best thing about it, you know, of course, thousands upon thousands Mm. of people piled on on every single surf media channel. And and surfing is what this guy holds dearest Mm. to him. It gives his life purpose and existence. But uh, on top of the thousands that piled on, add a few hundred kilograms of silverware to that, well over 20 world world titles, uh, adding their weight to the pile on the goat. Carissa, Mick, that fucking good Fanny M- Medina, yep. Toledo. They all piled up, yep. they're all in there. Yep. Linking arms or linking fingers as they furiously tap their phones and yep. keyboards. Bashing
0: so, tables over the top and then tagging out and getting the next world champion. To bash him again with a fucking world title trophy and
1: tag that's out. That's right. Get back. Here. Throwing
0: apps around. Willy-nilly <laughs> they were.
1: Absolute legends. Oh. Uh, but Flip Toledo had this to say. Oh my god. Makes me sick. I hope we find those guys and make them pay. They don't ever deserve to surf again. Wow, staunch words from the mm. Brazo World Champ, a countryman. It was good to see the countryman linking arms yeah. and calling bullshit on it. Uh, Medina said, "Why triple question mark? Three fucking question marks?"
0: And he does. He's not. He's he's not flippant with those question marks, mate.
1: Nah, he hands them out very sparsely. But not on this occasion. He was yeah. absolutely repulsed and. He said, "Why? That's so ugly. People are crazy." Mick Fenning wrote, "What weak humans." Yeah. Oh, Cop <laughs> oh, that. Oh, right. The solar plexus. Oh. Subatomic
0: drop kick. Ah, oh, see, sometimes it's the subtle ones that get you, isn't it? That stings, man. That's just Jeez. a knife wound with twisting the blade right, right where it hurts in the kidney. From the son of a single mother of five kids
1: A tweed Bowling a battle par excellence From the riff Mm. No less Born in the riff Yeah And he's throwing out That you're a weak human Oh Oh, you have got to Go to the mirror and have a good hard look at yourself uh, Take your head for a shit All of the above Ah yeah And uh it went on from there. I mean, Carissa Moore, wow, that is really heavy and horribly wrong. Now, yeah, is it true that the president of
0: Brazil got in on this?
1: Yeah, President Lula, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I did hear that. The so, steel...
0: get this guy home? Something yeah, something like, that. So like call, that. call him out.
1: Yeah, the, the recently re-elected president, mm. the steel-working trade unionist iconoclast Lula mm. da Silva. And uh, I, I believe, yeah, as you were right, Vaughan, he put the call out for his, this grub to come home and face the music, presumably in the form of a... Uh, a crew of trade unionist teamsters <laughs> roided up, uh, swinging jiu-jitsu black belts around, waiting for him at the arrival gate. Doesn't oh get any sweeter. My oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is this guy sweeter. ever going home? Where is he now? What's he doing? Is he just getting around with one of those Cluedo nose putty and was, chin putty there fake There was rumours going
0: around in Bali when I was there that he was in deep hiding, like he hadn't left the island yet, which what? I find fucking like, hard to believe. Like, if you do something wrong in Bali, like, the, 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 like, as you said right at the start, the place is literally built on karma. Like, it, the, the religion there, the, the whole basis of their entire society is a karma-based society. And that island will not let you fucking... It, it, it keeps the score, Smivvy. It does. So I would have been... I, I, I'm just thinking this guy, you would think he would have got the fuck out of there the second it started going viral. Oh, it went
1: viral. And, uh, I mean, where does one hide out? In Bali, uh, trying to avoid the wrath of the Bunjar and uh, the mega core lords out there sniffing for blood. Mm. There's eyes everywhere in that joint. Mm. Uh, I I really don't know. I mean, uh, frick. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's in some kind of a silent meditation retreat in Ubered on that. Shaved head. Eat, pray, love, trail. No surfers
0: going there. Heaps of sticky, infected tattoos that have been drawn over his old tatters nah. and in like the heat of the night. Just, you know, full blown nose job, teeth whitening, teeth straightening. Like you you have to look, you have to change your identity. You can't be you and operate in this world with so many people out to get you. Yeah,
1: that's right. I mean, I mean, obviously uh, the reason he's in, in, in double, triple jeopardy is uh, because as it, this story developed, you know the pile on that, the cracks they just kept opening up, and mm. and more parts of his shitty life emerged, including oh, the, the photo and, of his uh, ex girlfriend. Oh, Fuck! Wow! Hectic, yeah. What a grub! Grub of the year, mm. I'd say. Uh, we're gonna have to send him the, uh, uh, the 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 jar of hot cabbagey fart mm. uh, that the grub of the year gets yep. from. Ain't that swell? Um, so, yeah, bashed his ex-girlfriend, left her in a hospital with a brain injury and uh, then set her dog on fire. And this is a single mum he did this to. So, uh,
0: Set her dog on fire?
1: Mm. Oh,
0: fuck, mate. Just when you think this fucking guy cannot, cannot dive into the sludge any deeper. Heavy.
1: Gonna have to give that a massive... Under, under. a uh, plutonium grade Fukushima under. Mm. Maybe the greatest under I've ever. Oh,
0: there's never been given an under on this show. This hectic. It's yeah. so far under, you can fucking feel the heat from the core of the earth. It is deep.
1: Yes, it's not often that I'll say this on this program, but that's one person who is so far under. I hope he's fucking six feet under. Under. Aaron Brooks. The ladybird Lumber. sticks a barrel roll at the wave pool, strapped in. But, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> even so. Like, fuck. You reckon you could do a frontside barrel roll with uh, straps on? Maybe you could, but I'm not game. And uh, mm. especially not in a you know, waist-high pool The th- concrete I feel problem. like...
0: I don't know, Smitty. You tell me what you think. But well, we've got this... Wave pool where you've got an entire generation of kids blowing the lid off what is possible theatrically in uh, in terms of aerial surfing, and then we've got goat pool, which is um, you know basically challenging the world's best surfers to try with all their might and imagination to do one interesting thing on it. Mm. Should we just fucking send the CT to the fucking Texas wave pool event against a bunch of thirteen-year-old girls and see what happens? There's a narrative for you. Yeah, I like it.
1: Uh, or even Yapoon. At least there's a, a bit of variety and some kind of uh, technical difficulties with navigating some of those waves. I mean, we're asking the best surfers in the world to essentially rip off a couple of turns and thread a three-foot pit. Mm. Is that really the ratings bonanza that ELO and, and, and Ziff are,
0: are craving
1: mm. so much at this point?
0: The only thing that can save the goat pool, is if they've got some new element to it that we don't know about yet. Mm. Have they dropped something in this pool that is going to blow our minds? Mm. Like, Is there uh, a wipeout element to it? Remember Wipeout, that old show where uh, people would get boxing gloved in the face if they fucking... Mistimed their Rio yeah, or something just like
1: that. A cannon with a, yeah. with a, a pillow in loaded yeah. up in it just ready to <laughs> blast you off the back.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's like fire hoses that just turn on while you're in the tube, just fucking spraying you right in the corner as you're trying to, you know, drag it and get through it. Oh, this is this is the only way it can work for me. Well, it is only. Add uh, a comedy element to it.
1: Uh, but I believe L'Amour is only one valley over from where the, the Manson family were all, you know, dosing themselves stupid. Uh, so. With the uh, liquid lysergic, I mean, geez, that'd make things interesting, Mm. wouldn't it? Just a a bucket of LSD next to the bucket of chlorine. Well, uh,
0: look, this is the the weird thing, is that Aaron Brooks has done a better turn in the three-foot rampy fucking Texas wave pool than the entire top 44 in five years of surfing CTs at the goat pool.
1: Mm, Five years? Well, if you think about it...
0: What are we like doing with our life? The front side barrel roll or backside, frontside, frontside. Front side barrel roll is a more dynamic and interesting turn from a 13-year-old girl than anything Felipe or Medina have done at the wave pool.
1: Maybe that's the little extra spice. Introduce straps. I mean, why are they even banned? Like I don't Why is no one a use I reckon straps? they are banned. They are?
0: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised if webs are banned.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, that's an outrage. I know. I know.
0: Actually, Collins would be uh, rolling mate. around in his grave if he was uh, dead. Okay, what about this then, Smithy? What about a fancy dress element to spice up the CT at the gate pool? Mm. Imagine if Felipe, for example, was wearing a Superman outfit and then Medina's wearing a Riddler outfit. And no, you've got, that. you know, you've got a Batman and a Riddler and you sort of had this narrative of good guys versus bad guys. Yes. That could be, be fun.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like uh, anything.
0: Webs. Webs would look good out there.
1: Webs would look good. Uh, Don't
0: really need them because you're not paddling against anything, but... They'd look good.
1: They need to spice it up. I mean, it's just s- s- pro surfing in the go pool. It's starting to look like Stalinist Russia, just the, the sheer uniformity of everyone mm. with the same equipment, ripping off the s- exact same turns on the exact same section. Mm. What are we going for here, are we, are we are I th- are we honestly reckon for-
0: what about like Mad Max fancy dress, Mad Max theme? Like, you know, think of Fury Road mm. where everyone's in the leathers with the flaming guitars and the fucking... The
1: arseless chaps. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I know that equality is the buzzword of 2023, and you know, just giving people the same opportunities is what we're all about. Mm. But this is just a, a string mm. too far for Snitty. Mm. The exact same wave. I mean, what do we think we are? God? Do we think we're the master of nature? Is that what this is about, mm. Vaughn? Some ego stroke for the goat? And the wazzle to say yes, you will surf my waves, not Gaia's waves, mine. Mm. And you'll do your best. And there's the goat just sitting there and he's goat lair, watching it all on a, a, mm-hmm. a, a live stream, just you know, yeah. doing a Rubik's cube and shroud laughing of, out loud. Shroud of John
0: John hanging proudly on the wall behind him.
1: While he, uh, you know, books his next trip to mm. No Can Doey, while all the world's best are all trapped in some seething acid spiked goat pool. <laughs> Doing shitty top turns and packing tiny pits, oh, where barely even getting vision. Is that what this is? What really are we gonna do, this, maybe
0: What are we gonna do, mate? I'm so jealous. I'm not gonna be in India with you because I'm gonna have to watch this goat pull. Oh, that's awful. On behalf of both of us, so I'll have to do it, mate. You do your meditation, you do the work, so that when you get back, we can both benefit from it. And I'll really test myself by watching the goat event. Deal. I'll, s-
1: I'll send you some energy, Vaughn. And vibrations And yeah. I will uh, do my best To consult the Leading barber In mm. all of Durham, Charlotte And get the very best Hex I can Put on the goat pool
0: Thanks mate
2: Appreciate it Over Are you Are you Are you